What is going on, ladies, gentlemen, listeners of the Didn't Ask Podcast? Welcome back to another episode of this right here podcast, the Didn't Ask Podcast. I believe it's episode 83. I am not fully sure about that because I didn't open my text file that says what episode it is. So hang on with me for a second. I'm going to look it up to make sure that I am on the correct episode. And it is episode 82, not 83. Fucking donut. Yeah, so welcome to episode 82 of this right here podcast. I hope you're doing good. I am certainly doing well myself. I've had a busy couple of days. It's been absolutely outrageous with work. But luckily, we're doing good right now. The I feel like the biggest storm has passed. So we're looking at the future and thinking like, okay, what, what the fuck are we going to do now? But like, yeah. I feel like we we have hit this biggest storm, which is uh, shouldn't really be using that with the things that are going on in Florida right now. But we have hit the fucking mass, and I feel like we're now in a calm after the storm. Good song by the Common Linnets. So if you, if you don't know that song, please look it up. Common Linnets, calm after the storm. Great song. So yeah. I've had a couple of busy days with the launch of our new phones for my work. We just launched the Xiaomi 12T series and uh, it's a pretty cool phone. Looks really nice, very sleek, big camera on the back. So if you're into photography, just make sure to look it up because it has a giant 200 megapixel camera sensor, which is really fucking cool. One of the first phones to do so, I believe. So it's really fucking cool that we have that. And it's going to be available very soon. This is not a spawn, sadly. I do get paid by them indirectly, I guess, because I do work for them. But, you know, uh, this is sadly not sponsored. And I, even though I probably won't take sponsor money from them anyways, because they're a Chinese company and I don't really like that. So I probably wouldn't take sponsor money. But, uh, you know, I'm very happy with the work that we have done, that our team has done. It's been a busy couple of days, weeks basically at this point, and I'm glad that we have gone through it and hopefully we've seen the end of the tunnel right now, we see the light at the end of the tunnel, and hopefully we get there very soon. How was everybody's weekend? Because like this last weekend, I had a great weekend. It was finally a normal weekend again. My grandparents celebrated their 55th year of marriage which is absolutely fantastic for them. They are enjoying life even more right now than they have ever done, which I am very grateful for because it's great to see them just enjoying themselves, going on trips, but basically every fucking week at this point, it's crazy. But yeah, I'm happy for them that they get to do this and that they get to enjoy, you know, their old age at this point. So did that, watched the racing, which was absolutely insane with the rain and then it was weather delays. And then we finally started racing. And then people fucking crashed constantly. We had fucking both Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton fuck up during the race. Like, those are two guys who rarely make mistakes. And they both did it in the same fucking race. It was an absolute fucking massacre, that fucking race. But luckily... It wasn't that bad overall. Max could have performed way better. He technically could have won the championship this past weekend. But 
because of circumstances and of course him basically crashing and then like the whole Max is gonna win the championship this weekend storyline was a bit fucked up anyways because theoretically speaking he could have won but that basically meant that both Perez and Leclerc had to basically drop out of the race which hindsight being 2020 wasn't that weird of a thought but it was very much an out there thought to be like okay he's got to take the the win and with him now finishing sixth i think and getting i believe the equal amount of points for that it's still gonna be really hard for him to get that win in japan which we all really wanted for it to happen because of course the engines that red bull uses are made by honda even though they're calling them Red Bull powertrains, they're really Honda engines still because Honda, of course, was the engine provider for many years for Red Bull. So it was, it would have been very cool for him to win the championship there, but that's definitely not going to happen this time because again, Leclerc and Perez both have to drop out, I believe, for him to actually become the champion. So it's probably going to be in Austin, if not Mexico, that he can win that championship. And then we have, of course, have the whole Mexico thing where it's just like, well, if we're driving in Mexico, do we really want Max to win if we can have Perez win? Because that would be very cool for Perez as well. Even though last year he came third, I believe, and everybody lost their fucking minds for that. So who knows what the fuck is going to happen. But this is not a podcast. Oh, wait, hold up. I also watched UFC because it was Jan versus Mackenzie Dern. And if you know, you know, Big Mackenzie Dern fan I am. For obvious reasons, of course. Big fan of her jiu-jitsu. <clears throat> and she really showcased that jiu-jitsu this past weekend. But sadly, it didn't really turn out well for her. She was losing very much in the stand-up game and wasn't really going for that many. I mean, she did try and do many takedowns, but Jan's takedown defenses were so fucking good that... There was very little to do. She couldn't really do much. And then she got her in some precarious positions with arm bars and leg locks and you name it. Like, we basically saw every submission type. We, we saw like choke holds. We saw, again, knee bars, arm bars. We saw everything go past, but none of them really worked out, sadly. So eventually, Jan won on points, which means that Mackenzie Dern has a little little ladder still to climb to reach the top of the division and maybe even that championship but again this is not the podcast where i talk to you about formula one or ufc this is a podcast where i talk to you about the most popular questions coming from the ask reddit subreddit and the one question coming from the mids subreddit for the week so let's jump into the first question of today coming from user formal ad 4125 and they ask What's your plan if nuclear war breaks out between NATO and Russia? I honestly don't have a plan because there is nothing we can do. If they decide if they decide to drop the fucking nukes, we're fucking toast. And I, the nuclear weapons are so interesting to me because they are so specific and they are so so harsh that there is basically no use for them in current society really. Unless you want to make the load of nuclear 
power like very little so that the fallout wouldn't be that bad. But otherwise, I feel like if you drop a nuke, it's going to ruin so many people's lives. Because not only is it going to ruin the people's life that get hit by the nuke and then the fallout of that, but like also like the liter- literal nuclear fallout is going to ruin so many fucking people's lives. So many people are going to have to get out of their houses and if 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 not that, then the fucking ground that they're building on or that they're farming on is going to probably be fucking useless because it's going to be tainted by the nuclear fallout and the nuclear waste. So there is going to be such a big fallout if this ever happens. So I don't really think that there is there is anything you can do in the case that Russia drops a fucking nuke. Like, we're fucked if that happens. Like, we pray to the fucking gods that our missile defense force works and then these nukes get taken out in some way, shape or form, or that we can... Again, may- maybe we need fucking Iron Man at that point to fucking carry these nukes into the fucking sea and drop them fucking 25,000 feet below us. Like, we're fucked if the dro- nukes nukes drop. Like, we're fucked. So, going to the question as my user, formal at 4125, what's your plan if nuclear war breaks out between NATO and Russia? There is no plan, dude. If nuclear war breaks out between NATO and Russia... The whole world will be fucked in one way or another. Either the place where you live in is going to get hit by a nuke or the place where you live in is going to get hit by nuclear fallout. Basically, that's what it's going to happen. And if you're going to hit, going to get hit by nuclear fallout, you're still going to get the effects of the nuclear waste and the nuclear like ra- like radiotoxology and shit like that. Like it, we're going to we're going to be fucked. We're going to be fucked. But thank you for your question, Format. Moving on to the second question of today. Coming from user Ultimate Discord Mod. And he asks, You get $100 million, but you must make one species extinct. What do you do? This is a very fun question. Because it's always the circle of life, life type thing where you were thinking about where it's like, we have the the food pyramid and like the the order of nature where you know if i take out all mosquitoes for example that means that some birds don't have food and if birds don't have food then larger animals don't have food and then the whole fucking ecosystem will just collapse so there is a very interesting thing to think about like okay what the fuck can we make go extinct that won't really have any effects on anything else so i am thinking about like, I was thinking about possums, but then, again, it's one of those food chain things where it's just like, if I take out possums, then there are large birds, I would assume, like bollywoods and stuff like that, that won't have food in my head, because they would eat those things, I imagine, even though they could also eat bunnies and shit like that, but, ah, uh, again, this is what I'm saying, the food chain thing is such a weird ecosystem that we cannot really mess with. So it's really hard to be like, okay, I'm going to pick that thing. Because again, if I pick like a, a butterfly, for example, while they look very cool, they also are food for certain animals like birds and other insects and fucking spiders and shit like that. So if we take those out, then those will collapse. And then again, 
the food chain is going to just collapse in and of itself. So there is a very interesting question here that we make. Like I could also say pigs because I don't really like pigs. And then if we fuck off the pig thing, then we cannot eat pigs, all of us, which I don't really think is going to be a big problem. Because even though I feel like pigs are still the most bred animals that we eat, I think something like that. Maybe chickens are actually come to think of it makes more sense. But I, I I don't know. This is a very interesting question. So with it being a, such an interesting question, I looked at the comments and the top rated comment come from Shawnee83 and they say bed bugs. And I think that that is a fucking terrific answer to this fucking question. Bed bugs don't really have a use altogether. They thrive on human skin and, you know, human cells. So by taking bed bugs out, we take something away that is possibly going to attack us in some way, shape or forms, in some way, shape or forms. There is also the hotel thing where it's always just like, if you go to a hotel, you need to check for bed bugs because if you have bed bugs, they're fucked. You know, that's a fucked up hotel and you don't want to live there for the time being. So I think that bed bugs is a very fucking smart idea here. Because I also don't really see what the function is in the food chain type things. Or it's just like, what do bed bugs do? Like, who are they feeding? I don't think they're feeding anything because the only thing that we're doing is fucking blasting them with fucking chemicals so that they fucking die and get the fuck out of our house, right? So I don't really see that they're, that they're a big use to this supply chain of food. So... Going back to the question, as by Ultimate Discord mod, you get $100 million, but you have to make one species extinct. What do you do? After thinking about it myself and not coming to a concluding answer, I'm going to pick the answer given by Shawnee83. And they say bed bugs. And I feel like that is the right answer here. Because again, not only is it going to take away such a burden off of our backs, because again, these bad bugs eat us while we're sleeping, and that's fucked. It also doesn't seem to be a big problem for the food supply chain. Like, the food chain is gonna basically be intact because I don't really see what bad bugs contribute to. So, I think that Shawnee83 is a very fucking right person here to answer this question with bad bugs. So, that would be my answer to you, Ultimate Discord mod. Bad bugs. Thank you, Shawnee83. Moving on to the third question of today, coming from user Hurt Hurts Me, and they ask, what drink is a 10 out of 10? I am a big tea drinker, and tea is fantastic because you can drink basically as much as you can, because it's mostly just water, right? And there, if you don't add sugar, then there is no sweeteners and no sugars and stuff like that. It's pretty healthy. So I'm a big fan of that. But on the contrary, I'm also a big fan of Dr. Pepper. Because Dr. Pepper is such a good drink. And especially because Dr. Pepper is not widely available here in the Netherlands. Which is going to sound fucking stupid. Because it technically, of course, is widely available. You can just go into any supermarket and you can get Dr. Pepper. Don't get me wrong. But Dr. Pepper is not a drink that you can get at a restaurant most of the time. Like they would have Sprite and Coke and stuff like that. Or something that's similar like a 7-Up or a Pepsi or whatever the fuck. But 
Dr. Pepper is never on the fucking list, which makes it even better for me. Like, I remember as a kid when my dad would bring back Dr. Pepper cans and I would drink them and I would be like, yo, this shit's fucking good, fam. What the fuck? Because again, Dr. Pepper is not widely available in restaurants here. Like, there is a restaurant here and there that, that do serve Dr. Pepper, but it is not like a normal thing. So when I went to the US a couple of years ago, and we went to Olive Garden, and I saw that they had Dr. Pepper on their menu. I was just like, yo, I'm going to just be drinking Dr. Pepper all night, fam. That shit's good, fam. So yeah, I would say Dr. Pepper is pretty much up there for me. But again, I don't know if it's necessarily because it's good, or that it is because we don't really have it widely available in like restaurants and stuff like that. So that that would probably be my answer. I'm also thinking about Cherry Coke, and that's mostly because at our office, we have this Cherry Coke syrup that we use so that you can make your own Cherry Coke, basically, with like the with like a soda stream type machine that we have in the office. And it's really fucking good, man. Like, I'm drinking Cherry Coke all fucking day now, which is really bad, but I feel kind of good drinking this Cherry Coke because it's not real Cherry Coke. It's like the the syrup version of cherry coke so it's still probably fucked up for you but like it feels better because i'm mixing the water and the syrup myself so i know so i have a little bit of agency in what it tastes like and what it looks like but yeah cherry coke is out there i really like cherry coke too so going back to the question asked by user hurt hurts me what drink is a 10 out of 10 I would say that tea is pretty much up there because tea is widely, it, it's such a wide thing. You can have, again, you can have blueberry tea, but you can also have cherry tea and strawberry tea and you can have green tea, white tea, black tea, you name it. There are so many teas in the fucking world that there's always a tea for you. But thinking about the question really, like I think that Dr. Pepper is such a fucking fantastic drink, but again, not really sure if it is because of the drink or that it is because of the fact that it's not really widely available here. So Dr. Pepper would be up there, but also Cherry Coke, because Cherry Coke is a fucking bomb. Thank you for your question, Hurt Hurts Me. Moving on to the fourth question of the day coming from user, and okay fella, and they ask, will you circumcise your future children? Why? Personally, and this might be TMI, but I am not circumcised, so in my head it's like one of those things where it's just like, well, I am not circumcised, so, you know, they shouldn't have to be circumcised. In this question about thinking about future children, I've always thought myself as a girl dad for some sort of fucking reason. I don't know why. I've always thought of names, you know, because th- th- as a kid, that th- th- you always think about like, okay, I'm going to get kids because that's basically what's being imprinted in you as a young person. And... I've always thought about girl names and never really thought about boy names, which is kind of fucking crazy. I thought about a boy name and then fucking Jake Paul happened. So I thought like, oh, Jake is a fucking fun name. I really like Jake, Jakey. You can, you know, you can make some fun thing. And then Jake Paul happened. And I was like, well, I'm not going to call my kid Jake Paul. What the fuck, bro? Jake Paul fucked it all up. And then, of course, I was thinking about Logan because of Wolverine, of course, but then we have Logan Paul. And while Logan Paul has lived up a little bit, he's a lot better than he was. 
it's still Logan Paul. You know what I mean? There's some fucked up shit. Don't really want my kid to be uh, somewhere near that. So I need to think about guys' names, like boys' names. But so far, yeah, I have many girl names in my book and some combinations, like first name, second name, stuff like that. But never really um, thought about a boy, having a boy, some sort of re- reason. But yeah, going to the question, as by an okay fella, will you circumcise your future children? I think not. Again, I am not circumcised myself, and it's just like a thing that you have to clean it, which is very important to remember. And it does get a little bit messy down there. You need to make sure that that shit is hydrated for sure. So rub some like a lubricant, like body lotion or stuff like that. Rub it in every fucking day to make sure that everything is flexible and everything is like nice and you know again flexible i guess is the easy answer here so yeah i don't think i will circumcise my kid if i have a boy circumcision is a thing that you can still do i believe at a later date in your life so if they want to get circumcised they can do that themselves but to me i don't really see it as a must do so yeah thank you for your question okay fella Moving on to the final question of the Ask Reddit for today, coming from user neither underscore tomorrow underscore 238, and they ask, you can make one thing 5% bigger. What do you choose? This is a very fun question because there is always the obvious answer. And it's like, oh, my penis. Ho, 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 ho. But I don't really think that that is necessary for me because you know your boy's got a big dick and that. But like now, I... I don't want that. So I was thinking about something else. And I was like thinking like, okay, what stupid thing can we make 5% bigger that is going to be really fucking cool? And then the answer was chicken nuggets. We make all chicken nuggets 5% bigger. You go to the fucking McDonald's. You go, hey, can I get some McNuggets? And then they're 5% bigger. That's a fucking great day, fam. That's fantastic. So that would probably be my answer to this question as by neither underscore tomorrow underscore two three eight chicken nuggets that's the one thing i would make five percent bigger if i got the choice but then somebody here is actually smart and uses their power for good even though i feel like making chicken nuggets five percent bigger that is also doing good but okay they say ace fury trash says the earth just to see what happens and the earth is a very interesting thing to pick because we, of course, are dealing with a whole bunch of issues with people not having enough space for for homes and building and also not having enough space because we now have to make choices. Like, do we want more green in our cities or do we want more houses? Because we are in a housing crisis where people don't have houses to live in, but we also have a very big issue with climate change and stuff like that. So... It would be nice for us to just be able to breathe and stuff like that. So there is a big choice, but making the earth 5% bigger might be a solution for the short term where, hey, everything that is built has the same same size and position, but we now have 5% more space to build on. And that would be very significant because that means that we can make so many more houses and also keep a lot of green in our cities so i think that that is a very good answer of you ace fury trash the earth just to see what happens so going back to the question as by user neither underscore tomorrow 238 user 
neither underscore tomorrow underscore 238. You can make one thing 5% bigger. What do you choose? I personally would choose chicken nuggets because <laughs> who doesn't want more chicken nuggets in their fucking life? But the answer given by Ace Fury Trash, the earth just to see what happens is a pretty good one at that. Thank you for your question, Neither Tomorrow, and thank you for answer, Ace Fury Trash. And now moving on to the final question of the day, of course, coming from the MI the Asshole subreddit as by user App Apprehensive 1470 and they ask Am I the asshole for telling my daughter that her grades are more important than her pain right now? Preface. If I come off as callous, it's because I'm trying to be succinct. I have never heard of this fucking word. What does this mean? Succinct. Succinct. Okay. Preface. If I come up, uh, come off as callous, it's because I'm trying to be succinct. I a 46-year-old female have a 16-year-old daughter. In July, she was in a car accident. Most of her injuries were mild. She went to the hospital, but they let her go home after a few days of observation. But even after we got home, she still complained a lot about pain. I was concerned and took her to our general practitioner, but they couldn't find anything wrong. I told her it was probably her head and in response to a traumatic event and that she'd be fine in a few days. She stopped complaining about it after that and everything seemed good. Fast forward to yesterday and I got an email from a teacher that she's constantly that she's constantly despondent in class and laying her head down and not participating. I was already seeing red from that and I decided to check on her grades. She turned in multiple assignments late and lost points on them, which is not at all on par with her typical performance. I confronted her about it and she was really quiet at first like she didn't know what to say. I pushed her on it, and she started talking about pain again when I frankly think it's bullshit. She hasn't said a peep about it for two months, only when her grades started slipping. We started arguing about it, and I said that her grades matter more than her pain. She's a junior this year. It's not the time to be slacking. She's been in her room since, refusing to talk to me. She wouldn't even go to school today. I'm at a loss. She's never been so difficult and I'm questioning whether or not I'm in the right here. Am I the asshole? I would say, yes, you are. Like, getting in a car accident can have a different effect on everybody. And like you were saying at first, that, yeah, she could have some, like, internal pains. Because, like, you went to a general practitioner, which is, of course, fine, but they will look at what's on the outside. So... As long as she doesn't have like a broken limb or whatever, they probably will say like, hey, it's fine. But maybe this girl has a fucking huge concussion or something like that or has a slipped disc. And those are things that you really cannot see from the outside looking in. So you really need to go to a specialist to see if either she has like a really bad concussion that is giving her pain or again, like I'm saying, that she has maybe like a slipped disc or a compressed nerve somewhere that is giving her trouble. Because I feel like she actually is having lots of pain, like you're saying. Because like she is not doing this just to be difficult, in my opinion. This really seems like it's not really going well for her. So it's one of those things where, yeah, I think that you as a parent should... Try and go to the general practitioner 
and just make sure that they give you some sort of like medical letter so that she can get properly looked at and again not just looked at from the outside and be like okay well your arm is not broken your leg is not broken you're fine you can go home we need to see if anything underneath the surface is wrong like again maybe she has a slip nerve maybe she has a really bad concussion maybe she has a a slip disc i maybe some nerve is being pinched like i really would like to know what her pain is so maybe ask her about that before going off on her saying that she's lying about her pain maybe we need to just see what the pain actually is like where does the pain come from is it a like a like a headache pain or is it like really like nerve damage pain is she able to do her dailies or does she have difficulty holding a pen for example like stuff like that could all point towards what the really issue is so i would say go to your daughter try and apologize say that you didn't mean it like that and that you're just worried about her future but also say that you're worried about her because you need to figure out what this pain is and where it has come from. And again, it could just be an emotional thing where it's just like, hey, she never really dealt with this crash and therefore is acting like this. And I can speak from experience. Like I got in a car accident where I was driving my bike towards school and then I got hit from the side by a car and that fucked me up for a little bit where I was really afraid to drive my bike anywhere especially the part where I was, you know, hit by a car. But slowly that that waned for me and everything is fine. So I would say, yeah, figure this out with your daughter. Apologize to her that you were a bit harsh, but you are worried about her and her future. And then make sure that you go see some medical professionals and make sure that she gets checked for concussions and that she gets checked for, again, some type of nerve damage whether it be a slip disc or a compressed nerve or something like that because there might be something really wrong with her underneath her skin so thank you for your question App- apprehensive 1470 and that's going to do it for me for this week i hope you had a good time if you did please leave a rating on apple podcast or spotify because both places give you the ability to leave a rating you can find this podcast on anchor.fm Over here, you can find all the hyperlinks to all your favorite podcast services like Podcast Addict, like Podcast, like Amazon Podcast, like Apple Podcast, like Spotify. It's fucking there. If there's a podcast service out there, it's fucking on there. It's on Stitcher. It's fucking everywhere. I try my best. If it's not, please let me know. And you can do that by going to anchor.fm again and pressing the message button in the top of the screen. This gives you the ability to record a voice memo so you can record the voice memo saying where this podcast isn't available. You can also use that button to record a personal question for me to answer on this right here podcast. If you don't want your voice to be heard on this right here podcast, I can totally understand that. Just say it somewhere in your message and I'll just read your question out myself so you can still get the answer, but stay freaking anonymous. Well, That's going to do it for me for this week. If you want to know what I'm doing in the meantime and in between time, you can go to track.tv. That link will be in the show description as well. Over here, you can see all the TV shows and movies that I'm watching. I'm currently still watching Below Deck. Really loving that. I'm finally watching 
Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which is really fucking good. I'm not a big anime fan, but some of the anime that Netflix is doing are fucking fantastic. So I am really enjoying that. I figured out this morning that Bullet Train has finally made it to Brafia Core. So I'm going to be watching that this weekend and I'm very excited for that. So yeah, keep an eye out on track.tv because you will see all the updated movies and TV shows that I'm watching. Well, that's going to do it for me for now. I hope to see you back next week. Thanks for listening and goodbye.